All right, everybody. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Big Boy Life Podcast. We have our best, my buddy, my main man, my homie, Jake Wade, in the house. How are you, sir? Good, man. How you doing tonight? Man, I'm doing great, doing great, doing great. Finally got this little microphone situation lined out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, this, this microphone situation is like my dating life. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you always get through. So what's going on? So, so let's start start off by, uh, you know, how was your day today? Not bad. Not bad, man. I got to, got to spend the day with my three kids and uh, had a great time. Um, played some games, you know. Bonded as a family, just sowed some good oats today, man. That's good, man. That is very good. Yeah, I used to play games back in the day. Every now and then, I'm kind of a, I may throw one up there and play some little bit of PlayStation, but you know how that is. I'll go out there and I start. I go out there and I have the mentality to play, and I turn it on, and next thing you know, it I'm like, uh, <laughs> don't even play. But I'm hey. just laughing. I, I, I'm just laughing at the fact that you said fucking PlayStation. <laughs> well, hey, I got a PS4. Okay, I'm not. I don't buy games. No, no, brand. no. no you're good. You're good. You just showed your gaming age. <laughs> hey, man, I still remember PlayStation Three and PlayStation Two. I used to have all of those until I sold them all. <laughs> yeah, but PlayStation came out first. You're talking to a dude that's been around since Atari. Woo, boy, you're showing your age right there. My mom had an Atari. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I'm telling you what, I do not care. Atari changed the world. Atari is what brought modern gaming to the pinnacle of what it is right now, man. Especially that Pong. game called especially that Pong. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Pong, Space Invaders, you know. <laughs> yeah. And my Pong. dad, he... Pong, Space Invaders, Pitfall, Frogger, Joust. Oh, Frogger, 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 yep, yep. Well, heck, my uh, my dad had a had a Sega, had a Sega, the original Sega. Me too. <laughs> I played that bad boy, man. It was cool. I had to take this cartridge out and got you know how it is. You got to blow it, try blowing there, then try to get the play. <laughs> right. That was like that was like that with every Nintendo game you played more than four times. Well, especially, especially Nintendo sixty four and Nintendo in general. The game's not playing. I right, hold on. <laughs> there he goes. Especially like the Game Boys and all that stuff. But um, I so, what's you, going you know, on with your life, man? You know, here's here's the funny thing about that. You know, we we got done talking about playing video games and how. Back in the past, how games were and this, this, and that. But you know how excited and happy you were when you're just playing those games? Like, you feel like. You know, if you would stop hanging up on me like my ex wife, we might actually get somewhere tonight. Whoa! Shot a block, block, block. But as I was 
as I was saying, but as I was saying earlier, though, about how the video games have changed our lives. And especially when I was younger, you used to be so excited to come home from school just to play your video game. It took you to a place of happiness, took you to a place of no worries, you know? All right. All right. Well, I mean, I get that, but, you know, this quickly in the conversation, it's it's going to get brought up. What's your favorite game of all time, man? What's your favorite game that you've ever played that you could sit down to this day and play over and over again, no matter how many times you beat it? You know, I'm going to tell you about that. My favorite game back in the day when I was playing PlayStation was always been Metal Gear Solid. I was hooked on that game. Like crazy, I, I would I would stay up to the four or five o'clock in the morning trying to beat that Metal Gear Solid. And of course, after I beat Metal Gear Solid, I went into like the Call of Duties and your your sports games. But right. I always did like the Metal Gear Solid kind of style of game because just I don't know what it was about those kind of games. It's just it's just interesting. It was fun to play. So anything kind of involving that kind of Gameplay, uh, what what would you call that? Not first person. I mean, like what third third person, first person shooter, first person shooter. I like that. It it made you think. It made you. It made you really, you know, had to be strategic. You know, so it's not to say you know Melgar saw your Melgar saw type games, Tomb Raiders. You know, just games like that where you have to rethink. All right, and then and the next thing you know, I started getting into sports games, and after that, it just kind of took off from being sports games. And then I tried to play Call of Duty. The next thing you know, I got too old and I couldn't figure out how to play the games. And it takes twenty buttons just to do one one punch or something like that. I can't play USC, man. I can't do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot play no USC at all. I, I just, me playing USC really makes me realize how how slow my brain really is. I came out. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do a hammer kick or a hammer punch. You got to push twenty buttons. I'm doing the I'm doing the, a block and I'm getting knocked out. So I just kind of stay away from those kind of games because after a while, the games kind of just got really. Um, how can I say this? Really, um, really difficult. It's kind yeah. of like life. Yeah, man. It's kind yeah of like they life. did. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. They did. They got um, the more advanced we have gotten in gaming, the more difficult games have gotten. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, and that's totally, and, and the thing about it, that's totally relatable to life because, you know, as times go by and things happen in life, situations do get tougher and get more difficult which will require more brain power more different but what is your favorite system to play now man i'm always going to be a playstation guy no matter what i mean i just it's like it's like it's like having the android and iphone you know you but i don't know man i think maybe you just need to stop hanging up on me oh well i turn off the wi-fi so i'm going straight raw dog connection to Verizon Network. This is not oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Calling out the network tonight. Hey, America's hey. best network. Let's see hey. the connection you guys got for us now. 
Hey, Verizon, we're looking for sponsors. <laughs> Damn straight. I mean, um, um, darn, darn straight. Well, you know, you asked me earlier what, what was my favorite system. And I said, I'm, I'm more of a PlayStation guy, kind of like you're, I'm more of an Android guy versus an Apple guy. Yeah, you know, me too. Me too. I tried, I tried playing Xbox. I, I had an Xbox. I had both systems. And the PlayStation got played more than the Xbox. And uh, I just, I mean, it was cool. To, it was more, it, me having the Xbox was more just the fact of saying, hey, I got two video game systems more in life and more life. So that. But I just got used to playing PlayStation. That's just kind of like how things is. When you get used to doing same, the same thing, it's hard for you to change. So, right. How about you? what was your favorite game? Um, my favorite game of all time, uh, still to this day, still to this day, no matter how many games I played, um, I can list them for you. My favorite games across all the systems in my lifetime. Um, but I would have to say that my favorite game is still Super Mario Brothers Three. Oh, I can, I can get jiggy with that. Yeah, yeah. I heard you. I heard you're going to Miami. I would like to go to Miami. Ulti B to Miami. I feel. in the city where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn. Right. Oh, I said exactly. Okay, now you know. Now you know where I was going with that. But no, I, I mean, you know, you're a Dolphins fan. You're a Gators fan. You love everything there is about the state of Florida. And you know what, man? I got nothing but love for you for it. Um, but you know, I, I just gaming wise, Mario. The Mario saga has always been my forte. It's always been the thing that I have uh, enjoyed, you know, gaming-wise more than anything else. Right, um, right, right. And then, of course, you know, I also had the uh, uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Um, which was amazing. Um, And, uh, yeah, I played that a few times. There was, there was a game. I there was a game. game. I, like I said, like anything else, I'm, I, it was hard to try to get into, in my opinion. Um, well, I think it was more the graphics wise. Well, but right. Like I said, I tell you, I tried playing some old games before, and I just like, man, it just it really throws a curveball at you. How back in those days, you this was this was it. This was what we wanted. This would be. And now, compared to like today's games, it's kind of like complete, complete difference. And it's all about the, it's all about the adjustment factor. So. <laughs> and I got a lot of stuff I got mixed together now. <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! Fate would not stop us. I'm telling you, fate would not stop us. 
No, but damn, it's really trying tonight. Hey, I just did a restart, so hopefully that will work out. So, all right. Anyway, so where we left off in the conversation was my favorite game is Super Mario Brothers Three, and you are a big fan of Metal Gear Metal Metal Gear Solid. Yes, sir. Yes, and that's where we left off. And then you started to say something very elegant, and then our system once again interrupted us, talking about <clears throat> the difference in systems. I think what was, you know me, I'm always trying to make a make a uh, make a point about something I talk about, and I then the point I was getting at too was like video game systems. You know, believe me, I mean you can agree with me or not, but I think it, it kind of correlates with life itself. You know, when things in the past were a lot simpler. And then as time progresses, things get more difficult and you have to adjust. Well, whoa. Whoa. Okay. I wasn't expecting you to go that deep with it, buddy, but yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. And that's the one thing that we fail sometimes to do is to learn how to adjust to difficult in current situations. I mean, I struggle with that every day. With people, with jobs, with financial situations, with the dating life, spiritual life, just in life in general. And uh, it's, sometimes it can be very... Um, Mental consuming and mentally stressing. What's your take on that? I mean, to each is their own. Um, everybody's walk is just that, man. Everybody's walk is <laughs> their own walk. There's, there's really no way to, uh, to set, sit, or define that. Um, you know, as human beings, we're bound to take the uh, the hardest road that we possibly can, because anything that's presented easy is too good to be true. Yeah, but sometimes what is. Uh, Sometimes what's too good to be true is just exactly what it is, you know, and uh, often, oftentimes we overcomplicate it. That's true. That's, that's, that's a very, that's a very true statement, Jake. I mean, you're, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times things in life are very simple, but we as humans always try to make things more, make it more complicated than what it needs to be. We know just an A and B type of situation, but we want to add A, A.1, A.2, A.3, and then B squared to, to the D squared. Even though D is not even in the equation, we still try to add it in there to try to get to the same result. 
if it just went A to B. That's with life in general. You know, um, it's just crazy. You know, like just like tonight, I went to the store tonight just to go to this, just to get some. I had sweet tooth, and I wanted some milk and cookies. So I went to the local store uh, down the street from my house, with Dollar General, and I got my milk and cookies. And this nerd guy was getting cookies too. I was like, oh, hey, you got a sweet tooth, huh? He's like, no, I've been out, been out working for the next last three, four months, you know, hauling cars and this and that. And, and I... All righty, all righty, all righty. That should sound a lot more clear, actually. Well, thanks. I think you're pretty sexy yourself. Well, I know. Uh, I appreciate that, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> so back, back to our discussion. Yeah, video games. <laughs> video games and how they portray the life. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a crazy night. The forces are trying to keep us from helping people. <laughs> but it's not going to keep on doing it. I remember what I do remember what I was talking about is how stuff in the past correlates to stuff now. You got to adjust to new situations, scenarios in life, and how we can make things too difficult when it's just a lot of times as simple as one, two, three. That sound about right? Yeah. So I think it's just human nature. Does that? Well, human. <laughs> Keyword. Keyword. Human. Huh? The keyword human. Yeah, but human nature does a lot of um stupid and dumb shit. I'm I'm sorry. Stuff. Stuff. It's true. And we can spend a lifetime to try to fix mistakes bad. And we may get some kind of progress on fixing the mistakes in the past. But ultimately, you're never going to fix the mistake, a lot of mistakes in the past. You might smooth it over or you might make it, you might adjust it to where it's not as painful. Well, I mean, yeah, I agree. You can adjust things however me- uh, I hate it when you get this deep right off the bat. Hate it. Hate it. Well, it's just, you know, like today, there's two situations happen today, man, that it made me think about those kind of stuff. Like, I watched it one, one thing today was uh, over there in, um, I think it's what, I think it's uh, Montana or somewhere. Where there's this uh, strip pit where it used to be a, like, real big in mining and stuff. Well, back in the, in the 1900s, when they did them, all the mining and everything over there, yeah. they, um, they didn't let let the uh, water filter out like like it's supposed to filter out and this and that. And therefore, it made that water so 
so uh, so dangerous that they would actually have a, a mining crew that all they would do is try to protect the, the birds by shooting by shooting rifles out there to scare the birds off because the, the bears are in there too long it actually eat them eat them alive from the inside out and here it is you know and they, one, of, one of the old guys on there here said we're trying our best to try to fix some mistakes in the past slowly but we're saving 50 to 60,000 birds a year if not they would have died you know Right. It's kind of like how it's kind of like how our life is, and we try to fix mistakes in life that we that we ultimately done, and we may make make a little progress, but but sometimes you you can't fix things overnight. It takes time. That's what people don't realize. Things take time. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. So. But the problem problem is nobody wants to actually, you know, um, do the time. You know, and uh, there's an old saying when you come from where uh, you and I come from. Uh, if, you, uh, if you do the crime, you do the time. Right? Yeah. Right. But Problem is, is, you know, this uh, generation nowadays, you can do so many fucking crimes and never, 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 never have to be guilty of doing the time. That's true. Because if you don't like something that you got, take the social media, you can go out and get something different. Right. Um. You know, and and it just just one of those things where you know you can work yourself up into more of a funk than what you necessarily need to. That makes right. any sense. It's almost like people, like people are these. Like I, I was talking to one guy at the store about. Is that this younger generation? They feel like they're entitled to everything. I mean, we see it every day. We see it where people just don't care. I mean, heck, we work with people like that at our job who just don't care. And it's like, what can you do? I mean, well, I mean, at some point you have to realize there's nothing you can do. You have to right. just do. You have to just do what you do best. And unfortunately, sometimes the only thing that you do best is yourself. That is true. Yes. Yeah, and that's the thing about it. Though. I mean, it, you know, you know, this. I was talking to a guy at the store, and I was like, you know, this situation, you know, with everything happening and stuff, you know did a few things. It made people realize how much valuable time really is. Made people realize how much valuable family life is. And it also made people realize that you know, things are not always going to be there. And some people see that as what they see. Where that, that's why you hit a turn, the, the, the great we're in the part of the great resignation where people are just leaving jobs and doing going to other jobs 
because they don't want to work their life away. They actually want to enjoy life, you know. Like uh, I forgot, I forgot how Kevin Gates said it. He said one thing, it one thing that's given to you can't get back is time, something like that. I can't quote exactly how he said it, but <laughs> but the it's like that. You remember, can... The last <laughs> last thing I remember him saying is, "I got two phones, one for the bitches and one for them drugs." <laughs> man, that's man, that's old. <laughs> I'm old. Thank you. Well, you're not. You're not. You just. You just a little bit wiser. <laughs> That's how you gotta say. Just a little bit wiser. But this is how it is, though, man. You watch. So you watching uh, sports today? Um, I caught some highlights. Um, since I. Uh... Since I moved, I don't have access to a whole lot of gaming. Um, but I caught some highlights. It was uh, it was it was really good to see the freaking Detroit Lions get a win today. Not gonna lie, not a Detroit boy, not a Detroit fan. Hate anything and everything to do with Michigan. Go Bucks! Um, but you know, it did my heart good to see him get a win today. Oh yeah, I mean. That's the thing about it, though. You have to keep on moving, even though you, even though you may be, you know, going through situations where everything's against you and stuff. But you still gotta just keep on moving, you know. That's what I mean. Like like they say, when you follow your heart, you always will win. Yeah. That's true. And sometimes your heart can play tricks on you because your mind. Tries to piff, uh, how can I say this? Try to put a um, a blanket over your heart so you can't realize what your heart is really saying. Whoa. Whoa, what did I just say? But it's just how things is, man. It's just how it is. All right. I mean, there's a lot of things out there that we can we can learn from and 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 make our lives better. But like I said, everyone's trying to make things and try to do things the easy way, and not put put the work in there to, to achieve it. It's like just like the lottery, man. Everybody out there try, always playing the lottery, try to get rich quick. Can't, you can't do that, man. Yeah, got the hard work at to be successful, and also you gotta value what you got as far as wealth. It's different between wealth and rich, and some people don't realize that. Right. So, hey, building on from building on from my last podcast. I mean. How do you? I mean, how do you think you uh, you feel about that? I mean, how do you think we uh, reach people? Think you think we reach people out there? I think we did. (laughs) 
Okay. You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I think, uh, you know, I think we took our, uh, I think we took our, <clears throat> what we set out to do. Um, <coughs> the fact that I had one person tell me that it touched their life was, uh, was pretty. You know, sometimes that's sometimes that's really all you need. Though, is that one person to tell you that they that you affected them or you helped them. Everybody's so worried about trying to, to do things in the bigger picture or bigger spectrum when all they got to do is just realize that sometimes you got to start small. So, so that's good. Um, it's, it's always good for reach that one person because you never know what that person's going through. And you never know. He could. He probably just saved that person's life. You know. So that's a personal win. That, that's that's a win. That's a win for the ages. So. Sometimes all it takes is one voice. Yep. Um. Sometimes that voice has. Sometimes it has to get loud. Um, we are comfortable with. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, I, sometimes you just gotta sit back and just. Take steps, no steps, no slow. I mean, and it's, there's nothing wrong with um, making goals for yourself to try to accomplish, and then knock those goals out. You know, a, as you go on in life, that way you can actually have a sense of accomplishment. Right, but but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own set of goals, and sometimes the set of goals that you know we think we have aren't necessarily the ones that end up finding us or following us. So, what would you say is uh, your core set of goals? My, what you mean, just general life, or just just what I always have? Sorry. I mean, in life, I always wanted—I I always wanted to be successful. But successful in whose eyes? Yours or the man's? I want to make my my thing is I always want to make my parents proud. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's always been that's I mean 
I don't know about these kids these days, but you know, back in my back in my my day and a lot of other people that are older, it's always about trying to make your parents proud and 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 sometimes by you doing that, you tend to forget your own your own self, your own heart, your own and you try and you get the point living for someone else, living for other people and your own self. And that can make a difference too. And sometimes I mean, I mean that's a good realization. Because it's, it's it's your own journey. Right. Life. And you're right, but at some point you have to realize, you know, you could try to make everybody else around you proud. Mm-hmm. Um your own journey. At some point you have to live for yourself. Yep. That's that's one of the things I I struggled with for a long time, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I really struggled with that for a long time with trying to do things in life to make sure my parents are happy. Mainly just trying to win mainly just trying to win their approval of my dad, you know. Even though I made him proud and I've done things I've been I'm been a good son that never got in trouble. Work. I went. I went to school. I wish I would have finished school, but but still, I feel like I could have done more. I could have done better. But we all make mistakes. Make choices. No, 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 no. You feel like it was your responsibility, and it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't your job to pick on that test. Believe me, I understand. I, I feel you. Um, I, you know, 38 years of trying to win my father's approval, only to find out he approved of me all along. He just didn't like right. some of the damn stupid decisions I made. Yep, that, that is true. That's, was, that is, he, that's true. He was Sometimes I'm an idiot. I mean, yeah, there's been situations in life where I wish I would listen to my parents more than what I did. And by me listening to them, I probably would have been less situations I'm in that I have to encounter. I would just listen, but you know how that is. Sometimes you just, you got to learn from your, learn Learn yourself by making the mistakes. Yeah. Sometimes you do. But then sometimes it's not that damn difficult. Um, Sometimes it's really, really, really. And forgive me, listeners. You guys know I like to cuss. And Big Boy always checks me. I do apologize, but it's really fucking easy to do. The hardest, the hardest thing in the world, and sometimes people do not understand and realize this, but the hardest thing in the damn world to do is tell the complete, total, and utter truth. Yeah, that's true. That is the hardest damn thing to do. It's harder than being a freaking parent. 
being completely, totally, and 100% honest with yourself is the hardest damn thing to do in the entire world. I'm a father of three. I love my kids. I know them inside and out. And sometimes I drop the ball, but damn it, most of the time I do a damn good job. They leave here happy. They love being here. That's but amazing. Jesus, Jesus, just being honest and telling myself sometimes the cold hard truth is the hardest damn thing. It just is. And it's not because telling the truth itself, it's hard. It's just because admitting that level of openness and vulnerableness to yourself is not something that anybody wants to expect. I'm sorry. Um, Expect or experience like nobody wants to do that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah I get you I'm not going to lie I struggle with that sometimes just telling people the truth of how I'm feeling or what's on my mind because I don't want to sit there and sometimes you know I don't want to have a confrontation or I don't want to, I don't know. I, I, I do that. I know I do. And that's why I got, that's one thing that I have to work on. One thing I need to work on is that is learning how to, uh, tell people how I feel. And be honest with myself. Yeah, but but how do you do that? How do you stand in front of a mirror and look at yourself and say, okay, self. We have been fucked up and lying to ourselves for a very long time. What in the world do we do to make it right? How do you say that? Did I lose you? Yep. But you was asking me, how do you do that? How, how do you be honest with yourself? Yeah, I mean, how do you truly, how do you truly be honest with yourself? Not sit there and claim to be honest. Not sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I know what I want. I know what I feel. How do you stand in front of the mirror and look at yourself every day in a way that nobody else can ever possibly see you? No matter how, because they aren't you. And tell yourself that you are okay with you. How do you do that? That's hard, man. 
That is hard. He, uh, it's easy to say, just do it, you know. But it's deeper and, than that. But, but what I want to do? Put your self. Go if you have to to understand the gravity of the situation. Go if you have to and stand in front of a mirror and ask yourself that question. Mm-hmm. Go look yourself in the mirror and say, What do I have to do? Because none of us like who we are 100%. No. And the only ones who do are extreme effing narcissists. Yeah, that's true. I mean, looking at yourself, looking at yourself in a way to where nobody else sees you except yourself, having to strip away everything, all of the armor, all of the defenses, all of whatever it was that you put up to begin with. Having to strip all of that away is extremely hard. Sure is, dude. Because here's the thing that is the most truth about our lives, bro. Every time we come across something that somebody doesn't approve of, we put on a mask. And we put on a mask that you know, allows us to still be ourselves to a certain point, but it also allows us to dull ourselves to something that somebody else saw and disapproved of. And this is a pattern as we grow throughout our lifetime. I'm sitting here right now telling you that at the age of 38, I have put on so many masks and I have disguised myself so many times. Some days it is hard to see and realize the person that I still am underneath all of it. You get used to putting on a mask for so long, you forget the person that you were and are under it. It's really that simple. I'm not going to lie, dude. I struggle with that all the time. You know, I put masks on every single day to try to hide the, try to hide the internal pain I have, you know, with life. And but why hide it? Well, why hide it, bro? Why hide it? Because sometimes I feel like nobody, I don't want, I don't want burden to buy with my problems. Well, you know what? Your true friends, you're never a burden to. 
It don't matter how much sleep they lose over you. It don't matter how much time they have to spend talking to you while they're trying to work. It doesn't matter what in God's jolly green earth that's going on. Your friends are always going to have time for you. It, your true friends. And, bro, it's, it's, it, it's honestly really that simple. Like... I've 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 known you for almost six years now. Um, you are truly, truly one of the most uh, joyful people I've ever met, and uh, I am thankful every day that you and I got past our work differences and the initial hatred that we both had for one another. <laughs> and we have gotten to the point where we are actually legitimately, um, for the rest of the time you're breathing and the rest of the time I'm breathing, we are real life friends. And that is no bullshit. Like I have your back in a way that you will never possibly understand. Like, and it's not because of the podcasts. It's because of the friend that you were behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's because when my life got real and when my struggle got really real, you took me behind a line at work and you hugged me and you let me cry on your shoulder. It's because of the fact that no matter how much people may hate you because, you know, <laughs> The job you have really fucking sucks. Yeah, it does. But somebody has to fucking do it. And, dude, I'm just telling you, if people would stop. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad I got to, I got to live five years and work with you. I'm so glad. I appreciate that, man. Because you have made my life better in a lot of ways, more times than you could ever possibly know. The night that I freaking threw a lamp at freaking Yard Boy, and you came down there and you saved my job and you saved my life that night, I will never forget. I won't. I won't do it. You know, people need to know. Sometimes people need to know the history that's there between the host and the co-host. And I will always be your co-host, bro. You can always run whatever show you want, and I will gladly come on and talk about whatever subject you want to. I appreciate that, man. All right. You have yourself an amazing night. I'm going to make some food, and I got to go to bed. Hey, brother. I'm going to... I appreciate the kind word and kind talks. It really makes me feel pretty good, brother. Appreciate that. You're welcome, bro. I love you. Hey, love you too, brother. Have a good night. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast tonight. Have a good night. Be safe.